after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hi. This is the show that we do sometimes. It's called After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We are here to talk about commercials today. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Uh, You mind getting a picture of us together? You know, for the mugwump. Sorry to start off so slappy. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haas. If you missed any of that... It's called After These Messages. We're bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. And uh, I'm Andrew Walsh. That's Genevieve Has across the uh, table from me. Oh, my God. What's wrong? This is a terrible beginning. <laughs> this is a great beginning. Let me explain. I asked Genevieve if she would be the first <laughs> voice on the show today. I wanted her to host the show. And she says, I can't do it. It would sound like this. Hi. This is the show that we do sometimes, and I wanted to prove to her that that's a totally acceptable way to start the show. Yeah, I think uh, you really proved that, that that is a really good way to start the show. It's quarantine time, babes. Yeah, we're it's all fine. we're slappy. It's fine. Actually, yeah, I've, heard, I've heard quarantine are times are more competitive for podcasts. Now, our, our listeners all have uh, shorter commutes. Yeah, but everybody's doing things differently. You got Fallon doing things with his kids from home. You got Colbert doing something. I'm just Every, saying, is this the time thing, to be messing with the winning formula? Our thing is we're lowering the quality of a show that's our, that's that our thing. already had questionable quality to begin with. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah, okay. People are drawn to it. I think so. Um, so today on the show, we are going to be talking about TV commercials. Uh, sounds like we're also probably going to be bickering a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about TV commercials. These are all based on, well, this whole show is based on your new favorite commercial. Vives. There's a commercial that you won't stop talking about. I won't, even when I've been begged. <laughs> begged to I stop talking about you. it. No, I find your joy of this commercial delightful. I do take a lot of joy in this commercial. Um, no surprise, it's progressive. They are, you know, they're the all-time all-stars of commercial making. But this is a new flow commercial that features... Um, they call it a Bigfoot. Uh, I prefer the term Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And um, th- uh, I said, well, maybe we can build a whole show around Sasquatch. And then you told me later that your mom had that same idea. My mom had that idea before anyone. The first thing she said to me uh, this weekend was, have you noticed all of the Sasquatch commercials? Really? And she's right. There are more than you would think. Well, I remember saying to you, we can do a whole show about it. And you said, I don't know if there's enough. And I spent not even that much time today just typing in Sasquatch commercials. And I have a list for you. I can't wait. That is going to blow your mind. Sasquatch have always been used in commercials. Wow. Since the dawn of time. <laughs> um, also, since, since they first emerged giant ape-like from the forest. That's right. Also, we'll check in with you guys. The um, ad counselors. This is timely because I also just watched the Harry and the Hendersons episode of 30 Rock. Oh, okay. You haven't seen the movie in a while, though, no. have you? We used to live on the same street as the Harry and the Hendersons house. We I did. want everybody to know. That was just not all that long ago in Wallingford... In the Seattle area. Uh, we're going to check in with the Ad Council. Last week, we were talking about uh, this Budweiser commercial honoring the people on the front lines of the COVID crisis. And they were listing all of the people and doing a play on words with sports teams, like to all the Patriots out there. Right. And to, to the Braves. To the Braves out there. And they threw in the Yankees as if 
a Yankee is somehow represented as a front line. And I said, no, 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 that's just them jamming in every, you know, the country's favorite sports team and much maligned sports team, the Yankees. We got a note from somebody who wants to defend the use of Yankee in that wordplay. Okay. And I will dismiss it out of hand. But let us begin <laughs> by talking about Bigfoot. Legends tell about a big hairy man that roamed for many years throughout their land. White men laughed and said these legends weren't true. But now old Bigfoot has made man a fool. Should we do one more verse here? Do one more verse. <laughs> Bigfoot roams throughout his Where'd you find this? land. Feet twice the size of any man with the moon shining bright on a running stream. You can hear him yelling. Mournful scream. Uh, this is a rare case where I literally just typed in songs about Bigfoot and I took the first one. I listened to a bunch more. This was, but the first one was definitely the best. By the way, Ice Cube released a track called Sasquatch in 2013. It is not good. It is so bad. I'm sort of sorry we're not listening to that. Maybe we can go out with it. Um, all right. So tell us about this new favorite commercial of yours that has spawned a million show ideas. Well, this is great. Um, this is Flo in the Woods with a, a pretty conventional looking Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Um, but he's they're just having a conversation. He's kind of lamenting the fact that people use... Okay, let me just interject here the premise for this is very thin is in terms of an insurance pitch mm-hmm. but that's not really relevant i feel like for for progressive anymore this mostly just to like tell a funny story he's talking to Flo. says people used to enjoy coming out to the woods trying to catch a glimpse of me i liked posing for pictures in a blurry background he mm-hmm. does a bunch of like you know uh stereotypical uh bigfoot poses uh, but now they're so happy with their with their RV and boat insurance that they just want to talk about how great their oh all the people who are in the woods with their, their RV and boats yes. they don't want to talk about Sasquatch they just want to talk about right insurance. Which, which I would think would be the opposite I would think like once your insurance situation is yeah. like all sorted out you have a lot of like time and energy for a Sasquatch looking at. Yeah, it seems to me that if you're somebody who's spending a lot of time talking about your insurance, chances are you have bad insurance. Right, exactly. No one people no who have ever, good insurance never don't talk like about spend it. a lot of time talking about it. Yeah, so while he's talking to Flo, you're sort of seeing flashes of him like kind of like trying to pose in the background of people's photos, but they're just ignoring the Sasquatch who's like photo bombing and stuff like that. Speaking so, of photo bombing, one yes. of the characters in this who has no lines or at least not he's not a featured player in this little sketch is a I'm pretty sure an actor that we love from Veep. He, he and we've seen him in some other commercials. Oh, really? He's like notice. um he I think he's the I know if it's the same actor, he's the journalist Leon from Veep. Oh, you're being friended. You're being friendered, okay, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Which is weird. It's for an actor is like pretty with a lot of like credits, as many credits as he has for him to just be sort of like an extra in this is kind of strange. But well, all right, let's take a listen. People used to care. Heck, they'd come all the way out here just for a blurry photo of me. Oh, that's a good one. Wait, what's that? That's just a low battery warning. Oh, right, right. Now it's all, check out my RV and let's go four-wheeling. Maybe there's a little part of me that wanted to be seen. So <laughs> that's a good line. So I will. So one correction to how we set that up. It's not that people are out in the woods talking about their insurance, but now that they have insurance for their boat and RV, 
they're taking it out and they're talking about their boat and RV. Maybe there's a little part of me that wanted to be seen. Well, Progressive helps people save when they bundle their home with their outdoor vehicles, so they've got other things to do now, Bigfoot. Wait, what did you just call me? Bigfoot. My name is Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting on the log looking so dejected the whole time. Then when she says Bigfoot, he sticks his foot out and stares at it and just looks so broken when he yeah, says my name I is Daryl. I love Darryl. my name is Daryl. I think it's a great <laughs> a great uh, punchline. Now, after, that's the one that airs on TV, but this is one that I actually found on YouTube. And if you go back to after he says this is Daryl, Flo comes on the screen and she invites people to subscribe uh, in case you want to, you know, get all the all of their commercials uh, to your YouTube Blech. channel. Uh, but there is a little, like, uh, sort of funny button on this version. People have other things to do now. Well, now I have time to work on my screenplay. Hey, great. You want to read it? I'm pretty busy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> when she says other people have, uh, or people have plenty of time to do things now, is she... Is, she, is that a COVID reference, do you think? Or is that just a everybody has their insurance now? I think it's a reference to the rest of the commercial that everybody's have doing other things with their with their RVs, I guess. I think it was just probably like a funny outtake from uh-huh. their, from filming this that they decided to tag on here. Yeah, because I see that this was posted uh, March 23rd, which would have been in the middle of everything. But I don't think they would have filmed it in the middle of everything. You know what I mean? Right, this would yeah. have debuted. So I guess that's what you were saying. But anyway, yeah, that is a um, great commercial. And you right away compared it to, I mean, I think when you think about uh, Sasquatch commercials, the number one thing that people think about is Jacqueline's, Yeah, they right? built a whole brand around it. Which we've talked about this before. Like, I've always hated that Jacqueline's campaign. It never made sense to me. It was always messing with Sasquatch. Now they've really moved on Have to... Have they moved on from it? To, like... If you are, if you're, if you're doing right, if you're doing right by yourself and you're eating Jack Links, which I feels like it's an opposition, but anyway, according to the commercials, if you're eating Jack Links, um, you can hang with Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've seen ones where they're sort of like, you can either be like a lame-o who Sasquatch somehow terrorizes, or you can be cool and hang with Sasquatch. So they've seemed to have moved That's on from better like... for me. I agree, yeah. Like, so I'm going to go play the original ones, which was a long, like one of the longest running campaigns, messing with Sasquatch. It never made sense to me. Actually, we did a whole in-depth thing about what the connection between Jack Links and Sasquatch was, didn't we? Oh, we did, yeah. It had something, it was some complicated backstory with the family, the That's brothers right. that make the... The for, jerky. Some listener, an ad counselor, uh, laid it all out for us a long time ago. But then I forgot Go it. Go back and that's, listen because that's not, my brand. I'm not going to remember it. Um, but the messing with Sasquatch, I've ranted about this before. It's just like it starts off with people outside somewhere running into a Sasquatch, eating a bite of Jack Links, then having an idea we should screw with this Sasquatch and try to prank it in some way. They start pranking it, and then the Sasquatch gets mad and ends up in some way hurting the person who was instigating it. Like this one, a bunch of young people are out on a beach and they see a Sasquatch out on a beach. Beef Jerky presents Messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> oh. They see the Sasquatch out on the beach. They take a bite. They get an idea. <laughs> yeah. They dig a big hole in the sand and then they hold a giant sandwich, a big grinder up to attract the Sasquatch towards... The hole the in the trap. sand. The yeah. pit trap. They put a blanket over the hole. Hey! Hey! <laughs> looks good, doesn't it? Go get it. Oh, it's yours. Oh, yeah! Oh, he falls in. No. 
but now he Jacqueline. he reaches up from the sand and drags two of the his tormentors down in the sand with him. So it's always mean spirited. At first, I always feel bad for the Sasquatch. Then he gets you know he gets his in the end, but then it's just like. Now everyone's everybody's unhappy. just unhappy. It's just like <laughs> I don't want Jack Links. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with Sasquatch. Well, you you have reminded me that there was some inside joke about Sasquatch and Jack Links, and I, I I now don't remember the ins and outs. But it feels like I feel like there was maybe someone who was involved with the company or one of the founders who was nicknamed Sasquatch or like somehow they identified with Sasquatch as like a, a sort of a mascot and so they that's why they built their brand and their commercials around it. Well this one like you said now it's like hanging with Sasquatch this one is running with Sasquatch and it's uh, based on mountain biking. Yes this one's also very mean spirited <sighs> but so just in a different it really in a is. different direction. They're just jerks yeah. everybody's a jerk in these they make commercials jerky. do you remember this one? Do you want to set it up? I said because they make jerky Okay, you're right. I didn't. I was just barreling forward. I wasn't listening. You absolutely caught me. You totally did. Um, So in this commercial, we see like kind of a badass mountain biker, right? Like racing through the woods on the trails. He's not wearing a shirt. He's got a tough gear pack on. He represents the Jack Lynx mountain biker. And we even see like the, the Sasquatch is running behind him and next to him the whole time. And then meanwhile, this footage is intercut with some biker who has presumably shown up from the suburbs. Right, or the city. And he's wearing like really bright spandex, modern biking gear. And he's kind of mm-hmm. struggling to get his bike and down And he puts his, his, bike, his bike on top of a car that is clearly meant. It's just a car like we drive. It's like a blue hatchback. Uh-huh. But it's clearly meant to be like a shitty feminine choice of a car. I mean, this commercial is like... It's so, it's toxic. And I understand that it's toxic masculinity is just pervasive in Mm -hmm. this commercial. It's toxic sasquininity, I believe. (laughs) Jack Lynx presents Running with Sasquatch. Science says there are two ways to live a life. Embrace your wild side. That's not what science says at all. Embrace your, these stretchy pants make me look sporty side. You eat the protein of Jack Lynx steaks made with 100% beef. Or you become the protein. And then the Sasquatch starts chasing after. You either run with Sasquatch or you run from Sasquatch. Starts chasing after the more effeminate, colorful. That, it's such a it's such a mean commercial. I agree. It feels like it's I don't even know who it's going after. I think the libs. That's my yeah, read on I, it. I, it's definitely owning I think it's somebody. trying to own the libs. Um you want to watch a truly, truly terrible terrible Sasquatch commercial. Yes. I should we grade these Sasquatch on likability? I sort of think we should. Are we grading the Sasquatches or are we grading the commercials? The Sasquatches themselves. Well, obviously Daryl is very likable. Daryl's very likable. I mean, I, I don't, don't want to read a screenplay Darryl. either. So I'd read it. Points off there. I'd read it depending how Asking long it is. Asking someone to read your screenplay is yeah. not good. You got to put yourself out there. Um the Sasquatch in the Jack Links commercials He's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. I yeah. hate to criticize him. You yeah. know, I would hang out with that Sasquatch because I would be nice to that Sasquatch, especially the messing with Sasquatch. Sasquatch. No, he, you're some city dwell and live. Well, see, that's the thing. I would have hung out with the old messing with. Ironically, I'd get along better with the. That's messing why with he's the so Sasquatch. mean now is because yeah. of all the years of torment. Yes, that's right. The bullies made him. Yeah. 
Um, so now... The- That's how you get Sasquatch shooters. These next... I heard that one, but I'm purposefully barreling on. Uh, These are some very, very unlikable Sasquatches. Sasquatches? That is the plural, right? I think so. This is a commercial for Purple Mattress. It's actually specifically for the Purple Mattress cover. They're not even selling the mattress here. They want you to buy their mattress covers, and they're very tough, and they're water-resistant, and they even say, this is a great cover for your Purple Mattress or any mattress. We recommend you buy ours. And it's all told through... This is a long commercial. This is a web commercial. It's almost four minutes long. I won't play the whole thing, because you will not be able to handle it. Um... (laughs) And we see a domestic scene in the woods. And all of this is told through the spokes Sasquatch, who is a maternal Sasquatch. As the scene opens, we see a little, like, outdoor um, bedroom area, uh, like a human might have, only it's just in the woods. Um, She's hanging laundry as she's talking directly to the camera. And as she mentions members of her family, notably her husband and Son, you will see them kind of. I'm glad gender roles are so immutable that they even yeah. translate to giant forest. Oh, apes. and she is wearing an apron. Oh, oh, and it starts. It's so dark. It starts with her holding some sort of little animal in her hand. You can never tell what kind of an animal it is, some sort of rodent, and she's beating it on a rock to kill it. You can hear it even screaming here. And then when she starts talking to the camera, she throws it over her shoulder, and you hear one final scream. Did you know that the wrong mattress protector can ruin the feel of your mattress? Hi, I'm a mom. One of the hardest jobs out there. This is Junior. Junior's a sweetheart, but he can wreak havoc on our mattresses. Which is why I got the purple mattress protector. Genevieve, would you like to... Oh my gosh, I wish you guys could see Genevieve's face right now. It is horrified. Could you... um? Try to explain what we're seeing as far as the type of Sasquatch these are. Well, they're they're very poorly constructed as costumes. Um, the the mother Sasquatch has like sort of an approximation of human makeup, but like a, just a very poorly constructed, essentially like sort of amped up gorilla costume on mm-hmm. her. Her child is clearly a little person dressed up as a Sasquatch and has sort of like fangs and I think arguably blackface on. Uh, And it's very upsetting looking and it's incredibly disgusting to look at. And they're doing a lot of close-ups on their faces and the the little thing is screaming, the little Sasquatch is screaming. They have prosthetic teeth in which are like yellow and misshapen fangs. Watch this. Genevieve will post the links to the Facebook page. Watch this commercial, but don't watch the whole thing. Which is why I got the purple mattress protector. Nobody likes sleeping on a plastic bag. Other protectors turn your bed crinkly or stiff and they make your mattress noisy, hot, and uncomfortable. Like a Nickelback concert, or the first year of my marriage. A mattress protector that ruins the feel of your mattress makes about as much sense as my husband's conspiracy theories. We see her husband who's got a bunch of conspiracy theories. He's reading a conspiracy theory magazine, which I think is a... First time I watched this, I didn't even get it. It's like, oh, of course, because humans who believe in Sasquatch right. have... Who is this meant to appeal to? I don't... I think, like, the crazy internet world that likes Tim and Eric is what they think they're going it's for, definitely but it's wrong. Not that. Yeah. yeah, they've really missed the mark. I also think that this is a... Um, this is a guy doing 
like a female Sasquatch. Yeah, I there's think a, it's clearly also a man. To, yeah, a man yeah. is in the is in the mother Sasquatch's costume. A sort of a drag yeah. sort of thing. I'm gonna play a little bit more here because I don't know how much more we can take, and now I'm interested in seeing how much you can take. <laughs> the purple protector is stretchy, so it lets your bed do what it was designed to do. The purple protector enhances your purple bed or any bed. It's soft and flexible, so it doesn't take away from the supporting power of your mattress. It cradles your pressure points when you lay down, instead of making your mattress hard and uncomfortable. Like watching Transformers 4 through the window of an RV. I had to rewind that to tell what she was saying. She says, hard and uncomfortable, like watching Transformers 4 through the window of an RV. Oh, I see. Like they would be watching a movie from the woods by peeking through the window of an RV. Oh, is that what that even means? I think that they're just trying to, like, she also said, like, in a Nickelback concert before, I think they're just trying to throw in, like, Yeah, they're trying to be super edgy with their awesome jokes, like, scoring on Nickelback is super current, but, um, yeah, I think think it's something like a Sasquatch might watch a movie from the woods outside the RV. That makes... A little bit of sense. At least a little bit of sense. And the stretchiness means it's super durable, which is nice because Junior has vivid night terrors about deforestation. Every time they show a close-up of that little Sasquatch screaming, it is terrifying. And now we're getting to the part that I want you to see, which is this thing is waterproof, too. Um, And so they're going to illustrate why you need a waterproof mattress. With other protectors, I always felt like I was choosing between comfort and protection. I shouldn't have to make that choice. I need to protect my mattresses. They're a big investment, especially on my husband's salary. (gasps) With purple, I don't have to choose. It's stretchy, which means it's comfy, and it protects my mattresses, which is a huge relief. And as any parent knows, the most important part of a mattress protector is protecting against stains and moisture. My little guy's pretty good when he's awake, but nighttime is a toss-up, and that's okay. So suddenly we see a close-up of the mattress protector, and then it's being just... You you hear those farting sounds, and then some sort of a a disgusting brown, obviously supposed to be defecation, starts splattering all over it. As the camera backs out, we see that it's the little Sasquatch throwing pudding on it, which is just still gross. And then they show him sleeping, and you see, like, yellow leaking out of him when he's sleeping. Oh, gross. (laughs) No more mystery stains on your nice mattress. The purple protector is waterproof and water absorbent, which will keep your mattress dry and clean. It protects the top and the sides of your mattress. So no matter what spills or leaks out of your family Gross. members, you'll know your mattress and your warranty They also safe. really miss the missed uh, in the costuming. One of the many misses is that they created a prosthetic teeth that doesn't allow that actor to make the pee sound, uh, which is problematic. Problematic. In a commercial for something called a mattress protector. By or purple. as he says, By mattress purple. protector. Yes. Anyway, I will end it that there. I played thank a lot for, more than I thank, thought. Thanks. I hate it. You can see in my notes I wrote just awful. Um, let's see here. Let's go to Menards. Have you ever heard of Menards? Sure. It's like, uh, yeah, they're a hardware store. 
Yeah, I mean, they're like a home improvement store. It seems like they're Home Depot or something along those lines. But they have a very close connection to the racing world, NASCAR and whatnot. There is a NASCAR team. So essentially, the guy who founded Menards also uh, owns this NASCAR racing team or owned. I think they disbanded in 2019. And it was his son, Paul, who's the famous race car driver. So in this, you see Paul Menard and another race car driver. They're on the track. They have their Menard outfits on, uniforms. What do you call what a race car driver wears? Um, Costume. Outfit. Costume. Uh, And then we see the Menard stock car. And for some reason, a Sasquatch is trying to get into the stock car through the window as I believe a lot of racers will do. The doors don't always open on those things, I think, so you have to climb in through the window. Oh, I guess. I've like literally never watched a racing Dukes event in my ha- life. You've seen the Dukes of Hazard. I have seen the Dukes of like Hazard. Okay. Um, but the Sasquatch can't fit through the window, and so these two race car drivers are just watching as he struggles. Uh, You're just too big, bud. You ain't gonna fit. Uh, uh, you know where you need to go, right? Oh. <sighs> He points to the Menards sign on the car, and now the Sasquatch is inside Menards creating havoc, starting with the lumber section. Buying paint, lumber. Now he's back in the woods. He's making something. He's making a wooden race car out of all of this stuff. That's built to fit him, and it's all made out of stuff from Menards. Now they're racing. There was Jack Links in the uh, in the cockpit of that go, go, car. Go, go, go. Really? Can't believe he beat you in a Pinewood Derby car. <laughs> so he made his own janky car and he beat uh, Paul Menard. I believe it's Paul who's the racer. Um, do you think that's a Jack Links tie-in? Was there actually you saw actual Jack Links in the car, or, the, or just like a reference to it? I saw what looked like Jack Links in the car. It was a very quick shot. Keep going. Yeah, we're watching it now. And. <gasps> Okay. You know what? Yes, and look at the front of the car. It says Jack Links in big letters. The logo, oh, like says, on the front. It says front. Jack's Links. Not there. No, it says Jack Links. Oh, does it? I think it might be your screen. This is a Jack Links tie-in, Vives. You just uncovered something. I just solved it's it. It's a subtle there and there. There it is. There it yes. is. A quick shot of it, and they're right there, front and center. That would explain why they. Oh, I see. So that's why they had. That's why the Sasquatch, because they're. It's a. It's a co-branded okay. thing. I see. Because I had no idea why Menards was using the Sasquatch. Mystery solved. There it goes. You should have produced today's show. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of Outdoor Research? That is a um, local company. It's a Seattle-based company that's kind of like REI, apparently. Oh, okay. That's another Seattle-based company, isn't it? REI. Yeah, that's which is weird. I, I went to their website. Outdoor research is dedicated to inspiring the journey ahead with award-winning technical apparel and accessories. Sounds very REIE. Yeah. No. Uh, this is a sounds commercial. like maybe they're more in the in the vein of just the technical stuff and not like you know REI has a lot of stuff that you know even a a novice person who's just going to be outside could use. Yeah. Mayhaps. Um, this is, uh, I believe, a web-only commercial. This is on their YouTube page. Uh, it would have also fit the theme of the show we did about people dunking on social media because we see some guy. He's out in the woods by himself. 
very cozy looking small little campsite i don't even like camping but seeing this and you can smell the coffee on the campfire it makes you kind of want to be there sounds um, nice. and he's taking a photo of something after three weeks in the house anything outdoors sounds nice <laughs> you can go camping by yourself in the middle of the woods if you want <laughs> um and so he's taking a photo of something. We see he's on his phone and he keeps on typing in and then retyping and deleting and retyping um, the description of a photo that he wants to post that he had just taken outside. And it's something like sometimes, well, here, I'll, I'll read them directly as they pop up on the screen. So it's morning. He's drinking his coffee. He's just buried in his phone. He goes in to take a poo in the... Uh, in some sort of a latrine, and he was writing, awesome photo from last night, amazing what you can see when you just open your eyes. He doesn't like it, he deletes it. Now he's back outside, the day is going on, time passed by so quickly, every second is special. You just need to open your eyes and take it all in. He doesn't like it, he deletes it, it's nighttime now. Don't miss out on all the awesomeness that is right in front of you. And then he goes to post it and it says, no connection. The point is, he spent his entire day with his nose in his phone trying to post a photo about why you should keep your eyes open and not in your phone all the time. And have you said what the punchline of this commercial is? The punchline of the commercial is there's a Sasquatch that is in around every him scene. the whole time. Yes. And he never sees the Sasquatch because his Did you nose already say that? I just didn't hear phone. you say it. No, no, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I'm just full of words today. It doesn't matter what order they come out in. <laughs> So yeah, so he's completely ignoring that like the Sasquatch is like right behind him taking some of his food. Now it's taking a picture of itself after he leaves the phone alone. That is a very janky Sasquatch costume. That is a terrible Sasquatch costume, isn't it? Arguably even worse than the purple mattress cover one. Less realistic. This just looks like a plastic face, yes. like you would buy at a Halloween shop, sort of. Right. It doesn't it's, look it's, like it has it's no, moves at all. It has no. Yeah. It's the the facial. The facial features can't move at all. Yeah. Um, and then the, it is at the end, it says, don't miss out uh, outdoor research. Um, so uh, what do you I don't know. How do you is that Sasquatch likable? It's probably the most likable at this point. I mean, Daryl. Not more than Daryl. Well, no, what do you like? What would possibly be more likable I told you what my screenplay policy is. Okay. And this one does seem kind of sassy. He just wants to be, he just wants to hang out and be sassy and take, he's taking funny selfies. When he was taking the funny selfies, that was kind of funny. So you like that one. Yeah. I like outdoor research as Sasquatch. Are you familiar with the beer Kokanee? Mm hmm. I sure am. I don't think I would realize Kokanee was a thing until I maybe moved out west here. I, is Kokanee a, a West Coast beer? It's just kind of like your, it's just a sort of a cheapo. Like, you know, pretty, like, pale Pilsner, right? Yeah, like, kind of like your Rainier's yeah. or your PBR's, but it's about, like, being in the mountains and snowy, like the cans are blue and white with ice-tipped mountains, right? Ice yeah, you, mountains. you may be right that it's a Pacific Northwest thing because uh, kokanee is a kind of salmon. Okay, yes, yeah. Anyway, they've been using Sasquatch to advertise Kokanee since the 80s. I didn't realize that uh, Kokanee went back that far. Um, but here's like one from 1984. Uh, you don't see the voice that you hear at first. It's like kind of a handheld camera, uh, first-person perspective. We're here atop the Kokanee Glacier in search of the elusive Sasquatch. There, I see. Wait, you're not the Sasquatch. No, he's my second cousin. Twice removed. Yep. That's an abominable snowman, a Yeti, right? <laughs> yes. Abominable snowman? Oh, 
Well, what are you doing here? Oh, I come up to the Kootenays every summer. See Cousin Sass. Yeah, that's right. You know, we catch a few rays, scare a few hikers. <laughs> so Cousin Sass is the Sasquatch, and they have a whole, like, kind of beach uh, scene set up atop this very cold glacier. <laughs> have a cool, crisp, glacier-fresh coconut. Yeah. Can't get them in the Himalayas, you know. Uh, uh, that's mine oh, right there? Sorry. Coconut uh-huh. beer from the Columbia Brewing Company. Brewed right in the Kootenays. Uh, you mind getting a picture of us together? You know, for the mugwump. <laughs> um, the Kootenays must be a Canadian uh, uh, mountain range because they are oh, from British Columbia. That makes so much more sense. I wish I had said. I wish I had just read the tiniest bit about that beer before I started talking about it. Um, but yeah, that was the kind of their whole thing. And again, I like the way it sort of feels like here locally we have Rainier and their whole thing was like the running Rainier bottles. Right. And they had their whole thing, which was Sasquatch. The sound on these are pretty terrible. But like here's one where, uh, again, somebody's confronting some off screen cameraman is confronting uh, the Sasquatch while he's in his domicile, which seems to be some sort of a kind of a cozy cave with some creature comforts. Glacier Meadows of the Kootenays. He's said to be half human, half beast. This is phenomenal. Oh, I see. Rolling. They're okay, chasing he seems him through to be the woods. For that cave. Let's move our cameras in a little closer. Careful, he's very shy. Yo, honey, I'm home. Did you bring the cool, crisp kokanee? Yo, my little mugwump. Kokanee beer from the Columbia Brewing mugwump. Company. Brewed right in the Kootenays. What? Anyone spot you, Sass? Just this guy with the camera. Hi. Care for a kokanee? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> so Canadian. What is a mugwump? You know, I looked it up. A mugwump is actually mostly known as a political term, which means it's somebody who doesn't necessarily kind of vote or align with their own party. Uh-huh. Um, I only know it from the Mamas and the Papas song. Oh, is that in Creek Alley? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, that does ring a bell. But apparently, like, if you type in mugwump in Sasquatch, it's a very specific kind of bog creature that oh, is okay. like a Sasquatch. It's it's in the Sasquatch adjacent family. Not unlike a Yeti, I Got think. Got it, okay. Yeah. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of those. I, I'm not doing a very good job of uh, kind of, I think, delivering on the charm of these 1980s <laughs> Kokanee commercials, but they're pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I would say that those are very likable. Yeah, they're probably the most likable so far. Their faces so? move. They didn't ask me to read their screenplay. And, and they're, they're offering beers they're to not, the cameraman. Yeah, that's they're not, super nice. They're not broken. Daryl's pretty broken. Daryl's pretty broken. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, that's I the mean, thing. Like you know, you all, everyone has that friend, like that Daryl in their life that you want, you care about Daryl, you want Daryl to be happy. Daryl's never gonna be happy. Yeah, Daryl will. Daryl is a little bit of an emotional vampire, if we're being totally honest. <laughs> this one might be... I don't know if this is my favorite Sasquatch, but I think this is my favorite Sasquatch commercial of the whole batch. This is for a politician, Dean Phillips, who is running for... Uh, he was running for Minnesota's 3rd District for congressman. Uh, he was running against Eric Paulson. Eric Paulson held the seat for 10 years... And uh, this was just last year. This is the 2019 campaign. Uh, Democrat Dean Phillips wanted to unseat Eric Paulson. And he released this long commercial. I don't know if this actually aired on TV. This might be cheating a little bit. But this is officially (laughs) from the Dean Phillips for Congress campaign. And you see a Sasquatch um, being interviewed somewhere in, like, some sort of a legislative building. I thought... I was good at hiding. Well, then Eric Paulson comes along. 
I mean, how can you have tens of thousands of people looking for you all the time and not one of them find you? I started to wonder, did Derek Paulson really exist? I mean, I mean, where's the proof? Some blurry photo taken from miles away? <laughs> uh, I had to know, so I had to come up with a plan. Paulson takes piles of money from Big Pharma and votes to erode essential health care protections. So, the most likely place to find him is at the big pharmaceutical company. So the Sasquatch, I don't know if you can totally follow. He's got a, it's hard. They have uh, subtitles on the screen because he is a little bit hard to understand. But he's saying, how, you know, does this guy exist? We can't see him anywhere. Uh, he must be in a big pharma company somewhere. So he packs up like a cooler, some yeah, camping gear. Yeah, he loads gear. up his like turquoise 57 Chevy. And drives to a glo- to a place called Globo Pharma, which is great. Which is great to like st- to stalk this politician who's like hiding from his constituents. So he sets up a little campsite right in the middle of Globo Pharma, and that's where I went. I was prepared to stay there for weeks. It took seven minutes. <laughs> I was so shocked when I saw him walking by. I almost dropped the camera, but I got it. Got it. Visual proof. Say <laughs> visual proof. And again, they got some Eric Paulson alike, some just some white guy in a suit, kind of like walking in the background, and he's got some blurry footage. Right, of like him. A, it's like a it's a parody of the famous Sas- blurry Sasquatch photo. This is good, isn't this it? This is savage. <laughs> <laughs> So take it from me, Bigfoot. Eric Paulson really exists. Oh my God! <laughs> Paid for Dean by Phillips, Dean Phillips. For you Congress. have my vote, sir. Not only yours, Dean Phillips won. Dean Phillips is now the congressman for the third district of Minnesota. What's his party? Uh, he's the Democrat. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, good. That, that is amazing. Isn't that I also, a very likable Sasquatch? I love that Sasquatch. Right? Yes. Everyone is better than the last. I mean, Kokanee is a pretty nice Sasquatch. That is true, and likes to party. But I could see, I could see these yeah, Kokanee, universes. Kokanee Sasquatch likes to party. I could see. These universes overlapping, though. Couldn't you see? <laughs> well, they all this know Sasquatch? each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you there was a Sasquatch-related commercial for Ask.com? <laughs> Do we have to explain what Ask.com is? Uh, probably. It's it, it, for, it started as Ask Jeeves. Yes, for a minute it was a search engine, and then uh, it was a joke, and then, for the, <laughs> and, then for, and then for the rest of time it was a joke. <laughs> um, are you sure? That's what they told me on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> uh, that's progressive development. So this is an Ask.com commercial. I don't think that it's John Krasinski, but the voiceover reminds me of him a little bit. Okay. We uh, During the voiceover, we just see kind of a close-up of somebody, somebody Googling, but we can see that they have big, hairy hands and that it's a Sasquatch. By using tools like Related Search on Ask.com, you can expand or narrow what you're looking for. So the Sasquatch typed in, uh, like, how to impress girls and how to uh, make small talk. You Making your next search on the web now he's a shaving. more enlightened one. But we never see the face. We just sort of see, like, clumps yeah. of hair and kind of upsettingly hair stuck to shaving cream plopping down yeah. on, on the counter by the sink. And now it's date night, and we see the Sasquatch from behind um, 
walking through some sort of a little field or parking lot. He pulls up a big bush uh, like he's going to present this as flowers to a young woman inside. Now we finally get a look at him. Use tools. Feel human. So he hands her the bush. She looks up with kind of dewy eyes, and we see that he's shaved nothing but just his face, and it is a really upsetting look. It's really upsetting. He's full Sasquatch, except for from the nose down, he's just like Caucasian flesh. But like in a very putty-like consistency, yeah. it's clearly you know prosthetic. It's not just like a human face under there. It is disturbing to say the least. It is. I don't like anything about this. I don't like that impressing girls is yeah. like the use case for this product. I don't like their crappy Sasquatch or how gross it is. Um, it's very bad. Do you think this is John Krasinski? Arrow, what you're looking for. Making your next search on the web a more enlightened one. No, I don't think so. I think it's a Krasinski alike. I mean, it's so old. I don't remember when The Office was out. This is from... It says it was posted in 2006, but I suspect it might even be older than that, and that's just when it was posted. Um, So it's possible. I mean, he has done voiceover work for commercials, so it's possible he did some before he was famous. But if so, he's doing like a different... He's not just... That's not just his like normal walking around voice. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's just sort of like in that style. I'm like skipping around here. There was a Geico one where some Sasquatch is taking selfies. It was unclear kind of what the point of that one was. He's just out in the woods taking selfies. That was some tie-in specifically with Destination America, by the way. This was the most interesting part of this. Do you know what Destination America is? No, what is it? It was like a travel-themed TV network owned by the Discover Network. Okay. But then... Some other channel came along, like Travel TV, so they swerved and started making themselves just a a channel turned towards paranormal activity, shows about, (laughs) which is why they did a commercial involving Well, the History Channel did sort of also lean into that. Yes, and then apparently Discover then ended up years later buying the competition, so... If I understand it correctly, Destination America was able to go back to just being a travel show again and not a paranormal show. I don't know. The the Wikipedia entry was so fucked up. That's bonkers. Do you think there were people who were like, I got my dream job. I'm going to be like producing travel segments. And they were like, guess again. Guess again. Now now you're doing like America's Most Haunted (laughs) America's Most Haunted. Uh, I guess I set it up, so I'll just play it. Again, I don't remember. We just see a Sasquatch out in the middle of a river somewhere sitting on rocks. He's created a selfie stick using just a stick uh, from the woods. Which is really all that a selfie stick is. Yeah, and his phone is kind of um, just tied to it using some sort of vines. This is the sound of him making faces. Very visual. Sasquatch taking selfies? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much money you could save by switching to Geico. His battery is out. He storms out of the forest. And for more monsters, keep watching Destination America. (laughs) I wanted to get that in there because I was like, is this a fake commercial? Because that's not usually the Geico voice. And I realized, oh, that's a Destination America voice. I like that Sasquatch. First of all, all right, that again. is arguably the best Sasquatch makeup that we've seen. You think so? Yeah. All of the other ones. You don't like the the progressive one? Daryl's fine. Um, but al- almost all of them except Daryl that have to talk 
basically can't talk because there's so many they've they've created a costume that makes it impossible to form yeah. the, the words um that one was very the face was extremely mobile now it didn't have to say any words so who knows maybe it was cg or whatever but the the face was very alive and mobile do you want to see a yeti commercial or should we yeah. just stick with sasquatch no i think yetis are it's all the same family okay so yeah, so, okay, we'll play this one. This also sounds like a terrible product. I want to be on the record. I like Wheat Thins. They're yeah. up there as far as snack crackers are concerned for me. But this is something for um, for uh, buffalo, like spicy buffalo flavor Wheat Thins. Yeah, it feels unnecessary. And I like buffalo flavor, but that doesn't seem like it goes well together. Anyway, it's nighttime. There's a guy in his pajamas, but he is not ready to go to bed. He has set up a chair in his kitchen. He's got night vision goggles on. And he's got his box of spicy wheat thins right in front of him on the counter. And his wife wants to know what the hell he's doing. What are you doing? Oh, hey, using night vision goggles to keep an eye on my spicy buffalo wheat thins. Make sure nobody touches them. Who's going to take your wheat thins? Um, I don't know. An intruder. The dog. I remember this ad. Ted from next door. Hey, can you get the light? So he said Bigfoot or Ted from next door, and then the lights go out, and then suddenly we're going to hear tons of commotion, and we're going to see that it's a Yeti who is trying to take the wheat thins, but also, I think this is pretty funny, it all happens very quickly, you also see Ted from next door run in (laughs) and grab the wheat thins, and he says, Ted, look, it's a Yeti! (laughs) So let's see if that all pans out. I love you! While he's wrestling with the Yeti, Ted, Ted from takes next advantage. door runs in and grabs the wheat thins. I think Ted and the Yeti, honestly, were working on it together because yeah, Ted's timing is point. too good otherwise. That's a good point. Yeah. Team, or at least he kind of saw Team it. Ted, man. Yeah, that's pretty good. I love, right? Actually, I do love the actor's performance. He doesn't do much. He just runs in and grabs the, uh-huh. the wheat thins, but he really looks avid. It's great. This one is from the 90s. Now we're getting into my era. I remember this. Do you remember that? A Pizza Hut had a pizza. They were going directly after Pizza Pizza. Um, so uh, so Pizza Hut was going after Little Caesars okay. um, with their Bigfoot Pizza. Oh, yeah. You don't yes. need two pizzas when you get the yes. Bigfoot Pizza. Right. And so here, I think this will be pretty self-explanatory. Oh, do, I, do I see? Are you, am I ruining the surprise if I say that I can tell that Haley Joel Osment is going to be in this Oh, commercial? yeah, supposedly, according to the description, but I don't really... It must be you have three, to, six cents. Here, take, the, take the bell and ring it when you see him, All if right. you see him, because it's going to be a bunch of clips of people really fast um, while the voiceover says, there's something coming. Recently, an object was sighted. It was big. Bigger than big. Huge, huge, large, astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Wow, that was him, huh? That was him. Wow. And that, how old do you think there? He's tiny. He's He can't even be five years old. This is five. long before I, yeah, the Yeah, maybe sense. five. Yeah. Huh. There but his go. face is unmistakable. Recently, an object was sighted. It was big. Bigger than big. Huge, huge, large, astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Very big. Huge. Some guy. Big. When it arrives, you better not be alone. There's a knock at the door. Pizza Hut! From Pizza Hut. Two square feet of pizza. 21 slices on a tasty new crust. $10.99 for up to three toppings. It's bigger than Pizza Pizza. 
from Pizza Hut, a legendary value. So we don't really see a Bigfoot in there except for at the very end we see a cartoon Bigfoot stomping down. Yeah. I want that pizza so damn bad. <laughs> I love pizza. Pizza. I never get to eat it. And this is like so big that it's a square pizza with little squares. Nothing is better than thing. square pizza. But they said you better not be alone. I can do it alone. <laughs> I can be alone. I'm a big boy now. Do you remember that commercial? No. I had forgotten about it, but I remember uh, the product, but I didn't remember that ad. As soon as I saw it, um, there's a Hyundai commercial. Oh yeah, this is you know this is uh, a man and a woman. They are driving in their car with your typical beautiful car commercial landscape. They're zipping on a small road through the mountains, and then as they're driving, suddenly a Sasquatch steps out in the middle of the road, and they zoom past it. We've got Sasquatch view. Holy crap, was that a Sasquatch? Then the Sasquatch says, Holy crap, was that a Hyundai? (laughs) With 348 horsepower, you won't believe it's a Hyundai. Introducing the 20. You know, the term holy crap made me think that this might have been a spec commercial, but that's. But that is the real voiceover guy. I, it sounds. It seems real. I agree. Yeah. Holy crap! Is a little uh, blue Course, for yeah. a for a Hyundai commercial, but uh, I think it's real. Anyway, I like that ad. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Actually, likable Sasquatch. Likable Sasquatch. I feel like you could see the punchline coming, but that's okay. Like it was mm-hmm. a good sort of like twist. Mm-hmm. Why would I play a five-hour energy commercial? These are always so janky. Yeah, they really are. But here we are. Boy, are, I feel like Sasquatch has been a like a this crypto theme throughout advertising yeah. that we've never really noticed before. There's so many. Well, your mom noticed. My mom noticed. And when you said to me, uh, I don't know if there's enough out there, I was like, I know there are. I'm sure if you just type in Sasquatch commercial in any given year, you will come up with a commercial. This, this is, one. It's a very popular trope. Is for five hour energy drink, and it's this guy. He's kind of like a your your guy's guy, and he's talking about all the stuff that he's done in the past five hours. He's just getting it all done, and he's very manly, uh, and he's done all this stuff with the help of five hour energy. He also is this the right one? Yeah, he kind of talks like a shit salesman with a mouthful of samples, as my <laughs> Usually dad might say. Usually that's the job. Yeah, he kind of, he's got a Steve Brule way of talking <laughs> at times. Now, I understand, like, I've, I've stumbled. Kind of a hurried delivery. I've stumbled my way through this particular show, so I realize I shouldn't be um, throwing stones here. Tell me if you, that's just in my head, though. Okay. Want to know why I didn't last five hours? I just proved the theory of relativity. I mastered origami. Isn't that brutally? Yeah, he's not. He seems like someone who's not a professional actor. Yeah, he does seem that way. He's handsome. E. He? He's handsome-ish. He's not like amazing, but he's handsome enough. Let's say, but he really doesn't seem to have a lot of experience talking on camera. For people who don't know the Steve Brule character, let me just play a little bit of this. This is your favorite Steve Brule line. Yeah, this line, is the guy I played think. by John C. Riley on Tim and Eric. In 1971, Bill Gates <laughs> invented Microsoft. Wouldn't it be cool if I could remember my dingus password for my email? <laughs> okay, so that's how Steve Brule talks. Now listen to this guy. Want to know why I didn't last five hours? <laughs> I just proved the theory of relativity. I mastered origami while beating the record for hacky sacking. Found Bigfoot. I swam the English Channel. And then I swam back. And then 
I took the dogs for a walk. He is pulling. He's in an Iditarod type of situation. Now I'm talking like Steve. Did you say Iditarod? Iditarod type of situation. (laughs) Was a panini. It's like a sandwich. (laughs) Cowboy boot. (laughs) Um, He is pulling the sled and the dogs around it. When he says, uh, I found Bigfoot, we see a shot of Bigfoot. How would you rank that Bigfoot in the background, Genevieve? Well, the costume is extremely poor. It's basically like wearing a sort of a just a furry jumpsuit. And then it has um, a kind of a I would say the quality of the of a non main character Planet of the Apes. Yes. Old old style, obviously. Um, So the eyes move uh, and it just wears like it just has like a crappy sort of Afro wig on. So it's um, not a great costume of a Sasquatch. But it seems pretty chill. It gives him like a what's up nod. Yeah, what's up? It's just chill. And then one thing that I like in this is um, the Sasquatch sort of hangs around and you see him in the background while our Steve Brule character performs yeah, he's his down to other clown. feats. Yeah. Found Bigfoot. I swam the English Channel. And then I swam back. And then I took the dogs for a walk. How do I do all this? Five-hour energy. Hours of energy now with no crash later. Andalay! <laughs> okay, so at the end he says Andalay. Andalay, yeah. Andalay, is that how you say it? Yes. And he is pulling the Sasquatch who is in the sled. Yes, and who does not have a mouth that moves. No, and you can just hear the person's voice. It's not even <laughs> overdubbed. I kind of yeah. like that. Well, that's how, that's actually sort of the charm for me of Five Hour Energy and a lot of those mm-hmm. kinds of like energy types of drinks, whether it's Monster or whatever, is like there's a there's a certain um, devil may care quality to their production that I kind of dig. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a jank ass product for jank ass human beings, <laughs> and I, I say that as someone who's consumed, you know, many of them myself. But it is a jank ass product for jank ass human beings. This next one is for a product I have never heard of before. It's from a company called Ktel, and it seems like Ktel made all kinds of products in the '60s and '70s from from various. This is the worst Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> you haven't seen. K tell it forward. Um, that was a terrible joke. Um, but they made all kinds of weird plastic products, toys. It looks like and things for your hair. And this one, it starts with a cartoon, a very 1960s era cartoon of some kids in the woods, in the snowy woods. And I think one of them is telling the story of Bigfoot. Hiding in the darkest forests of the great Northwest. Bigfoot is here. K tells Bigfoot is here and far from frightening. (laughs) What a turn, right? So it's super scary, and we see the shadow of the Bigfoot starts to overtake the kids. Bigfoot is here. No, it's red snow flippers. And suddenly it's. And uh, we see that what they're selling are these plastic. They're kind of like snowshoes. Yeah, they function. They, they're supposed to function like snowshoes. I I don't think so. I think they're just supposed to be a fun toy for kids, so you can make tracks like a Bigfoot in the snow. Listen to the rest of this commercial. I thought that at first too. Ktel's Bigfoot is here, and far from frightening, it can be great fun. You can make footprints in the snow. Follow the leader. Make up your own games. Bigfoot, you're fun. <laughs> 
Bigfoot from Cato. Because it doesn't make it seem like it's any easier to walk in the snow with That's these things. That's true. It's I guess pushing it's just, down it's the just snow. to prank your neighbors. It's just a, it's like the snow version of a fake shark fin. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it wasn't cool, John. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be unlistenable because it it's just so a bunch of like you and me making references that have no bearing on anything the listeners know about. Uh, and I also don't have a power out. I don't know what to tell you. That was it. That was my last one. Just, just hit the music. Just hit the music. Where's the music? Play the music. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. I'm sorry, today's show was an absolute disaster, and it was my fault. I'm getting stuffed up in my nose here. Don't worry, I don't think I'm sick, but um, it hasn't made the it hasn't made my performance any better. I'll tell you that much. Got my yeah. own Steve Brule thing going on over here. <laughs> All right, well, what do we have for uh, the ad council? Actually, since I am getting a little stuffed up, can you read this? Do you have access to this in front of you? Uh, yeah, this is from listener Dorothy, uh, who writes, this is, it looks like it's about the, um, the, the Budweiser commercial that used all the sports team names. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to say thank you and a shout out to David who told me on Facebook that uh, I was joking around about the red, white, and the the blues, the reds, and the whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew that the reds were a sports team, but I didn't really know if the blues were a sports team. But he says they are. They are a hockey team from St. Louis. Oh, that makes so sense. So I didn't know that, but I, I probably could have figured it out if I'd um, if I'd thought about it at all so anyway thank you david and let me just i'm going to skip to the middle of this commercial it was kind of long just to give you a sense of this thing that we've now described a couple of times the athletics the giants and the jazz this buds for the trailblazers the braves the Yankees. And there it is. So they're listing all these sports teams that can also sound like other kinds of heroes in real life. And I took issue with the Yankees because that's not like a a thing. I right. mean, it is a northern person, but it's not like a Yankee. Well, it's an American is... person. I mean, as in a Yankee doodle dandy. But don't people in the South refer to people from the Northeast as Yankees? Yes, that is a thing. Um, but it's before it was ever a, a, a pejorative for northerners. Um, you know, in Civil War times, it was, you know, I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. Okay. I mean, that's why they're called the Yankees. Gotcha. I mean, I know that a Yankee is a thing, but it still, to me, seems like a very large stretch to make it seem like, again, comparing it to Giants, Braves, Patriots, those are things it's, that it's really as, symbolize something. Yeah, and it's not as, it's not in common usage anymore as a, as a synonym for an American. Yeah. Um, so listener Dorothy says, I just finished listening to Tuesday's show, so I realize another listener may have already contacted you about the Yankees reference. Um, but here's my thinking. It showed a worker in the New York subway system sanitizing a turnstile. So they were both honoring the brave souls who, like many on the front line, don't have much of a choice. So true. Who are cleaning and sanitizing public places. And they are also maybe honoring New York itself, which, as you know, at least this point, has been hardest hit by uh, COVID-19. So that's an interesting idea. I like that idea that it's like specifically about New York. I agree with that much. I still think the wordplay is C minus at best and it's forced in there. Yeah. But I and think that's but my I think, issue with it. But, but the visual, she's not yeah. wrong. That is exactly what they're showing is like someone, you know, two people in a yellow vest doing cleaning of a subway. 
Um, and that, that's a that's a really hard job and a scary job right now. And people are not paid enough to do it. And we're relying on people who um, who don't have a lot of options. So, yeah, I think like. And again, I'm not taking swipes at. No, of course not. At, at New Yorkers or, or those frontline workers. My thing, though, is you've set up a very specific wordplay that you're doing with this commercial, and you've broken the rule because you wanted to jam something in there. Yeah. Even if you had good intentions of doing it, I still don't think and the wordplay works. And why not the works. Metropolitans? And yeah, wouldn't that be great? And then you just see Mr. Met cleaning <laughs> the turnstiles. She says, uh, just to finish up Dorothy's comment, I live in Connecticut. I'm also not a fan of the New York Yankees. Uh, however, with all that's going on in our proximity to New York City, I have to say that I found the Yankees reference both understandable and touching. Yeah. So it's, I don't, you know, I don't, context. It is touching. I don't want to take away, I don't want to take the touching nature of this commercial because it was originally sent in to us by Danny in New Hampshire, who also said, she's like, I don't like to cry at Budweiser commercials, but here <laughs> I am, right? Um, so I, I understand that, and I'm not trying to like be so cynical about it, but just based strictly on wordplay. And also, I do know that I it, it just sort of felt like, well, of course, you got to get the guy damn Yankees in there. Well, some people must like them. Some people do. You see them at Mariners games. <laughs> uh, okay, and we have one more here from Nate here in Tacoma. Well, we're not in Tacoma, but Tacoma's <laughs> near us. Well, not in Tacoma. <laughs> near Tacoma. Um, I've heard this commercial as a radio spot on local sports radio several times. Oh, that's your jam, local sports radio. I know, radio. although... God bless you, Nate, for listening to local sports radio because there's no sports. I know. Um, Local sports radio several times in the last few weeks. Um, I think it may be a contender for best tagline in the biz. Now, he sent us this uh, YouTube link and he says the um, what what we're going to hear in this instance is basically the same exact copy as the radio ad. So don't worry about the visuals. They're just various kind of stock footagey and cheap ass looking footage that goes along with the voiceover. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-215-5230. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Big Lou and Term Provider have helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life all you need to do is call big lou at 800-215-5230 lou is one of you and we'll make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-215-5230 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou is like you he's on meds too That was every line was more amazing than the last. I kept wait, I kept thinking like what could be a better hilarious tagline than this? <laughs> Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. He's on meds too. Holy I love the use of shit. porky. Nate, that is amazing. <laughs> so anyway, oh my thank god, thank you very much for sending that in. I love. Um, hearing and seeing local commercials that we might not get up in yes. the Seattle area. So, and, and Tacoma's not very far away. So, whether you're Honestly, living in, in, in the show we did on uh, on Syracuse, New York, was one of my favorite ones because oh, it was so right. random. And it, truly, if it wasn't just if it wouldn't just be like podcast suicide, I would just do that for every county in the nation. If I recall, we realized one week 
inexplicably, there was a spike in downloads from that community, right? Was it, and was it Syracuse or... I think it was Syracuse. Or, or so it was some like... It was some upstate New York town. I can't remember which one it was. Um, and we and just like you pretend- were just like, well, let's just let's just let's see just, what's playing there. <laughs> let's just do a whole show, super serving those people who happen to be downloading the show. Yeah, when it was probably just a glitch in it the was, system. It was just a random. <laughs> it was a meaningless data point. It wasn't really that there were a bunch of people there. It just happened that they sort of like floated to the top in the analytics. But yeah, I really enjoyed the show. I felt like I got to know that community in a weird way. This show used to be so much fun. <laughs> you can sell anything. You can sell anything. Oh man, I am sorry. I I started weird and I ended worse. It's okay. Everybody's feeling weird. Um, <laughs> thank you for uh, producing this show. Thanks, Mom, for the great idea. Uh, you were totally right. Sasquatches are very big business in the commercial world. Um, and thank you to Nate and Dorothy and everybody for listening. And I guess we should give out the uh, phone number. Oh, yeah. uh, give us part. a ring at 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Uh, you can call and sing us a jingle if you'd like. Yeah, we're, we're low on jingles, and I know you got time now. Uh, you can email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook where uh, there's plenty of activity and lots of interesting content that never makes it out of the show even. So uh, we will we'll see you next week. Yeah, that's right. And if you happen to live in a community that you think we should focus on, yeah. a la Syracuse, pitch it. pitch it. Get at us. Talk to you next week. Well, that's enough of this dribble drabble. Let's find out what we want to know about. Let's check it out. Check it out. Give music. Give music.